13th floor. The 13th floor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am your stand-in moderator. I don't know how long I'll be standing in. We got our, our true moderator, B. Jones. He's uh, out there adulting uh, with his yes. new job, putting in many hours uh, in his project management position. So uh, we wish him the best, and we'll hold it down until he gets back. I got my guys here today. Starting with uh, Mr. Logistics, Brian Jones. Hey, hey, what's good, everybody? Glad to be back. Picture with the government. I promise you. I, I, <laughs> I saw that. I promise you could just you could just like copy that and paste it in, and like you say the same thing every time. Yeah, I know consistency. Like, cause I ain't been here. <laughs> I, I take bricks. Logistics is about consistency, baby. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh, it's, uh, to my main man, Deacon Rubra, Mike D. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, folks? How everybody doing? And uh, of course, a different spot today. What'd you say? Happy to be in the spot in today. In a different spot, got a different background. We got the, got the he got the light shining on him, showing all that light skinned in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if y'all can't hear him, at least y'all can see him if you tune into the YouTube. Yeah, that's a, that's 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 a whole childhood thing. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, no, no light skin jokes. <laughs> no light skin jokes. And uh, Mr. Mr. Dependable, Mr. Consistency, Mr. Hair Every Week for the People, DJ Barry B. Fresh. Hey, just like Dwayne, I am the rock, baby. We here, we ready, let's get it. Stay tuned in, baby. And as I said, I am your stand-in moderator, Coach K. And we're going to kick this thing off. Fellas, fellas, fellas. I got to ask y'all, man. So when did it happen for you guys? So probably Mike and BJ. So I learned this week the hard way of what happens when your wife takes your child to the store and she makes the tragic mistake that you will forever now – be held accountable to by your child. So my son, and and I'll let you guys guess what happened. We go to the grocery store and we get to the cart and he throws a fit. Why did he throw a fit? Cause she either carries him around or she puts him in the front of that cart or let him ride on thing. Uh, close. So you know how they have the ones for the kids with the, the special car, seat yep, and like yeah. they got that little steering wheel and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, like a half size bigger than all the other carts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty much. So she's been putting him in that. So now all of a sudden now that's what he wants to do. So if we go someplace and they don't have it, he's throwing a fit. And I'm just like, Ooh. dude, come yeah. on. Look what you started. Yeah. And that thing is not, convenient. So high. that thing is not convenient at all. Oh, like it doesn't turn well. That thing's like three carts. It's like so big and awkward. You can't put no groceries in. Everybody's looking like, look at this idiot. Right. Right. I used to look at people like, look at you with this huge thing going down the aisle. 
And your kids up there snatching stuff out the front of the car, like, oh, so yes, I'll be, be transparent. We used to get two, so it's like <laughs> it was it was good. Dest didn't want to get it; they didn't really have it for her. But when Michael and asked me, we put them in one and send them on a mission. <laughs> then somebody else got the real cart going to the grocery. Go do it. Do the real shopping. Yeah. Wow. Like, I, wow. I'd be the mission driver. Like we end up in the clothes, we end up in the back where all type of stuff. That's crazy. She hit me up on the phone, like, all right, I'm in line. And then we, we meet up in line. I so, learned early. Just go by myself. <laughs> I'll go I go go to the store at midnight if I got to like Myers and Kmart. All right. Mr. Logistics. There you go, Hey, listen. So for, for me, you know, I'm probably home by myself with Asher probably two to three days out of the week. So I have to find things to do um, just to get out the house. So we're always making some type of trip somewhere to the store or something. If the weather's good, you know, we go to a park or whatever. But um, it, it's been a very interesting time. I will say that. <laughs> So I'll put you guys on something else funny that happened to me. And for those of you, uh, all of you have known me for a long time. So, you know, these things happen to me that used to happen regularly, not a kind of spaced out. So I'm going to work and uh, right next to work, we have this little grocery store called Earth Fair. And I usually go there and grab some water or whatever it is for the day. So I'm sitting in the car because I was listening. I was listening to something. I'm sitting in the car and all of a sudden there's a tap on the passenger side on the glass. And I'm just like, what in the world is going on? Yup. That's exactly what I did. So, you know, I cut that glance over to the right. Like what is happening here? And there's a lady out there and she has a pamphlet in her hand. So I already know what's going down. Just a watch I, tower. Roll, I roll the window <laughs> down. Sure enough, it's a watchtower. And she's just like, oh, we're out today talking about the future. Do you ever think about the future? And I'm like, ma'am, Right now, I am thinking about this moment that's happening right now. And she was just like, oh, you must be going through something. So she kind of like tosses the watchtower because I didn't put the glass all the way down. Um, She like tosses the watchtower in and is just like, okay, well, just read that and it'll lead you to your Bible. And like she's standing there and I just reached over and slowly turned the window up on her. (laughs) (laughs) And just watched her, right? So let me ask you guys this question. What role do you think, whether it's the kingdom hall, um, the church, the synagogue, the mosque, what role do you guys think those establishments play today? Anybody want to? BJ, you go first. <laughs> so, I think it, it definitely has a place. Um, and again, I, I respect the fact that everybody has a different upbringing. Everybody has a different view on the world as we see it, the world that we live in. Um, but for whatever reason, if if it's a place where somebody finds solace in finding their own way to cope with or to deal with or to make it through life and is a better person because of it, I can't fault it. I'm not going to judge that person. Um, I go to church. I'm a Christian. I've been in church for years now. And my family, we get up pretty much go every Sunday that we're in town or if we're out of town, we can make it. Um, 
but that's my and our family's choice to do that way um, and worship that way. As far as um, missionaries working out and about, I don't believe that you need to stand on the street corner and expel everything from mouth and tell people they're doing this or they're doing that and not doing this, whatever. I believe by the life you live should set the example of whatever you should do. Um, that being said, though, I try to respect everybody, um, and even more so nowadays because if eventually for that situation uh, with the Jehovah Witness in the Watchtower, when my sister got married, she converted to Jehovah Witness. Um, and I know that her and my niece and nephew and my brother-in-law go out. So my way of dealing with nowadays is at least showing, answering and telling them like, look, be respectful. I don't, I don't appreciate it. I, I don't want the, that, that word. That's not what I believe in. That's not um, how I was raised. I respect you. Cause I would want somebody to do that to my family um, right. and not just not disrespect them when they're out as well. So that's my way of dealing with situations like that. Yeah, and I think, you know, in the past, I, w- I would have had a different response. But I also think in that particular moment, like, hey, you're you're putting yourself in danger by disrespecting walking up in the parking lot early in the morning and knocking on my glass. You don't know who I am, what I'm capable of. So, I mean, granted, your faith is probably real strong and, and, and you feel protected and, you know, okay, I, I respect you for that. That's protected um, and it does dumb, though. Just call it spade a spade. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so m- my thing is, okay, obviously it's not like I'm driving a hoopty or whatever, but would you have been as willing to walk up if I was driving a hoopty and maybe I looked a little gritty, would you mm-hmm. have still came up and tried to share about the future with me? And I, I don't know, maybe she would have, but. I think it's always more location than it is. I, I, I guarantee had you been in that same spot in a less attractive car looking in a sweatsuit and a, and a hat, she still would have knocked on that window just because it was the, the area that she's in. I feel they are very renegade with their, if they're in it, they, they in it. Like they don't, they will, they will, this, this the street, these houses, let's go. Like yep. they go hard. Nine o'clock what? every Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah I, At my old house. Get it in. Um, me, I'm definitely more spiritual than religious. While I do uh understand the the um the strength of, you know, church and, and all of those great things, I personally just wind up getting caught up in the in the um hypocrisy <laughs> that goes on uh, on it that is it's I feel that there are people who need that, uh, I don't want to call it 13th grade, but you need that outside of school. There is no place of unity and gathering of like minds. You know, um, once you get into the work, work, workforce, you start understanding how um, little society really does care about you, right? And so having a place that you can go where you feel there's a, um, a connection in order to be moving, you know, in a, in a similar move, you, you get that, that same um, feeling that you had in school where there's that unity, there's, there's a purpose, and I, there's definitely an importance of having that, you know, in some people's lives. So there's definitely um, a reason for it and still a strong importance of it. I think that it's definitely, though, uh, um, 
it, it, you know, it's not like it's, it's, it's like shoes, right? Everybody has their own fit. So it's, it's one of those things where you have to be able to understand what's important and needed in your life in order to find which way is best to enrich it, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah, I agree. I think just overall kind of, it's a personal thing. Um, and I've always had the issue with everybody being in the same building is not there for the same reason. Um, so it has to be more of a daily thing. And I think some people kind of act crazy Monday through Saturday. And then on Sunday, they go for three hours and they kind of do what they do. And then they go back to the same way. So it's like, like he said, the hypocrisy of it. Um, so I remember as a kid always getting yelled at because I would always ask questions because I didn't want to go. I mean, my eyes would make me, but I'm like, all right, well, butterflies ain't going. Like, birds ain't going. Like, where do they go to church? And she's like, well, you don't get your butt up. But it was the same concept. Like, it was just the the issue of the principle of it. And it was like, it just didn't seem to fit. Like, there has to be something that encompasses everything that it, that God created. And, uh, and then also, like, my uncle was a pastor. So, like, I saw the hypocrisy kind of in his life of what he did on a daily basis. And then you hear him from the pool paper, like, oh man, you lying, you don't believe that. Like, I know I just, said. I can't imagine how hurt I'd be to be following, you know, to be part of this church for 10, 15 years. And then all of a sudden it turns out the pastor's been, you know, raping, Lord forbid my daughter, you know what I mean? Behind my back all the like the crazy things that happen that it's it's I still believe there's a higher power I'm not um a hundred percent sure of what that exactly that higher power is but I know there's an energy out there and it's I just it, it's just too um wild of a playing field when you get into all the craziness that goes into religion and all the other things that they control and and that it's more business than it is really spiritual, that it's just, it, it gets that's the and, and that's, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. And that's the, that's the problem with um, religion today. Let's, let's put it religion today, because the hypocrisy amongst, amongst everybody, no matter where you go, no matter yeah. what religion you talk about, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be there. But that's the point where you get, where people are separating, now they're, they're putting the person before the belief. Mm -hmm. So in that, in that situation where that Mike, your uncle or Ian, that, that pastor may be doing something you find out later on, that's where it's, it's, there's a different, and we, we had a conversation about this a couple weeks ago and I don't want to misquote, but it's basically when you look at that person, person is going to be it because we're human. People are going to fall short of what you think they should be no matter what. I don't care if it's the president. I don't care if it's your mother, your father. At some point in time, everybody's going to disappoint you somehow and at varying levels. But it's how you believe and how you see things and how you see the world and how you take those and learn from that that's going to make or break your situation. Now, if 15, 20 years and you find out this person has been doing something, that's, that's their character. But what they're doing through those three hours on some three or four hours on Sunday with the right message might have been what those people needed at that point in time. You can't, you can't take the other however many hours there in a week and put that on them. That if they mess up, that's on them to do there. And 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 that's man, that's 
that's such a solid, strong point you just dropped because I think people get confused. Like you go in there and that pastor or that imam or that rabbi or whoever, you make them the entity. Correct. Well, they're, they're, and, they're, and, and, they're false prophets, right? They're, you know what I mean? If they become on the bad side, but that's what it is, is that you, you wind up, you have to, um, a good speaker can capture your attention and, and create that connection that that's what it is, is that people feel that personal connection all of a sudden where it gets to be, even when you're in those churches where it's, you know, the real pastor is really, you know, only video videoed in and only comes to church once every, you know, two months or something like that, that even knows that if he's good, he makes that connection that everybody feels like, Oh, but that's my pastor. You know, like that's my, like I, that's my guy. And so it's that, that, that. That's correct. That's the false, the false pretense. And that's, that's what people get led astray. Yeah. And, and I think the expectation of that person is so high and, and you forget that person is really just there as a vessel to, to, to deliver a word to you or to describe a lifestyle to you that you're supposed to live. And we get caught up in all the other stuff, just like the, you know, the fashion show um, that, that occurs in, in some of the churches. Um, you know, we get caught up in the reason why we're there. And, and I think the church or religion overall is in a state of transition, just like, you know, business is, just like society is. And I, I think it's the same struggle in some cases where, you have the elders and the way that they came up and what was important to them. And uh, they're still trying to hold on to tradition and what we used to do. And we've always done it this way. And I think that, that, uh, that. And even a lot of that stuff is not based. If you're talking about a Christian church, it's not biblically based either. It's just the way, the way we've always done it. Oh, it's more than just a Christian church. Yeah. yeah. It's all. Yeah. it's, It's all of them. But I think you have to realize that what people need for a spiritual and moral grounding today and why they choose to do so may not be the same reasons that existed in yesterday. Um, and, and, And that's something that I think until we get to that point, the numbers will continue to drop because the numbers are dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. I, I don't have stats, but maybe we'll post some um, by the time this drops on, on the, uh, the engagement in, in religion and, and spirituality and not so much spirituality, but in religion. Um, but you know, that's there. And my thing is, look, I don't, I don't claim any one particular religion just because I think religion is nothing but, uh, uh, a synonym for language. And I think people speak different languages and people get caught up in their language and then become intolerant of other people language, languages and what they speak. And at the end of the day, there's so much more in common than there is not. But we choose to, to focus on those one or two things that make us different. And I think as long as we do that, we can never be like just, we can't just be just one human race. We can't just be just one, uh, you know, harmonious uh, family, which look, we know for, 
monetary reasons, we'll never get to that because somebody always has to be in power, right? So I, I think the the prevailing religion is money, uh, and 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 nobody really talks about that much. We talk about separation of church and state in this particular country, but they use it when they want to use it um, to get what they want. Um, so hey, look, I'm gonna cut this one here because. We're going to do there's a, a whole nother show, honestly. Yeah, we're going to do a whole nother show where it's just talking about the church uh, as it relates to black people today. And I think that one is is uh, real deep. And I think that one will take us. We'll, we'll actually have a, a special guest on for that one. Um, so that was our serious part. Let's start getting into some of this fun stuff uh, that we normally do. Um, playoffs. What do you guys think? I'm about to take it back. See, y'all know it on this one. Cavs yeah. and Warriors, baby. I mean, nope. I don't. I don't see. At the end of the day, I think Warriors going to get that back to back because I mean, boy, when them when them dudes is gassed up, there's really minimal that you can do to to really outweigh how many points they can put on the board. Like, if you got Durant and Steph and um, Kyle Bussin, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's yeah. I like. I need the Celtics to win. I'm tired of hearing this Cleveland stuff. Man. So just for the for for the listeners out there, at the time that we're recording, uh, both series are are uh, two to one. Both series. So by the time you hear this, there'll be some different outcomes. But um, exactly. as of right now, look, I'm just pulling for LeBron. I'm just tired. Man. I'm pulling. I'm pulling for him not because I'm a Cleveland fan, but just because, like I was just talking about with religion i think we haven't evolved to what the game is today and what this does day in and day out and i just want him to get his props i just want man, people to finally stop com- making the comparison of him and michael jordan just give the man his props for who he is yo he's a great player quit hating that man. i hate 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 h-a-t-e hate but where where's that grounded in? Where's that grounded from? That's Just grounded like from a, me. From what, no, that's grounded from me from when he was a freshman in high school. So I was coaching at Warrensville community when he was a freshman, and literally the kids that were freshmen were scared of him. Like he was like, "Oh man, he great!" Like, "Oh man, he great! He this LeBron is." Man, look, Cause everybody, because everybody, but they, he didn't, he didn't do all the hype and the, the media and everybody did that for him, right? So and it's they, like and they played it up to the kids. It's the overall hype that there's a continued hype that is put to him that is unwarranted. Like he's good, but like it's. I always look and like I get yelled at the barbershop. Like, all right, well, if you would be able, if he is that good at his basketball skill set take whatever size and strength he has and make him a different size. Is he still that type of a player? So if you look at Kobe, if Kobe is 6'3", Kobe can still be a beast. Kobe got moves. Kobe got skill. Kobe would shoot. Kobe got a whole different basketball skill set. LeBron's skill set is size, strength, power, speed. That's it. Like, his jumper is not – all textbook. He don't really like he can pass. That's probably the best thing he can do just basketball wise. He got great basketball IQ and the dude can throw a dime. But majority I'm, I'm, of so it, I'm gonna stretch here. I'm gonna stretch here basketball my thing. But isn't that why they put Shaq in your audio musical? It's the same Shaq. thing, same thing. Shaq ain't the best big man. Like if you look at Will Kareem, 
like feel so like just great but like oh art between LeBron and Michael Jordan like Mike Jordan got beat up on the court like literally beat up if you look at some of those piston games like he got assaulted punches elbows like literally taken down if LeBron gets scratched in the face the dude fall like somebody shot him but that's like, the, that's the that's game. But, but we act like that's not like, the game today. Yeah, but it's the the, game today. exactly. A, but that don't mean fault, it's the, to fault a man for for always being put on a pedestal. But LeBron has never shown to be um, the arrogant jerk that he could be. You know, True. with the, the the status that he's given. The the one thing that has always made me respect and 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 follow and like LeBron is from being eighteen. His first interviews that I was seeing. He sounded like an intelligent young kid who had a focus in what, man, I've been beating on the ball and the thing, the dust, you know, we dunk it, dog. Ah. Like he had a focus. It was, it was, no, <laughs> let's make it happen. You know, he had a, a bigger dream. He was really, uh, he, he was articulate and he was never, you don't hear about him getting in trouble. You don't hear about him, you know, the worst thing that, has happened since he's been um, a basketball player is the Miami decision. It's yeah. like I, I respect the, the the magnitude that that he sustained. And then when you talk about you can't fault a man for like he, he uses the tools he has. He does it in and yes, of course, Kobe at any other size, but that's because Kobe used the tools he had and he copied everything that Michael did. That it, it was when you, you really want to talk about a person who made their, like, just took parts of everybody's game as opposed to just carbon copied the, the, the greatest player of all time, it's I respect that. And especially at his size, he's still right. thinking and doing his thing. All right. I didn't mean for this to turn into a, to a LeBron but I mean, if you think about it, that's what it is. Yeah, like, so. if if you look at if you look at the coverage of the playoffs, like everything that they've done all season has been Cleveland Cavaliers from regular season game one until now. Almost every analyst, every sports show, everything ain't got nothing going on. Which is part of the reason why I say it's like if you look at the comp, like the dude playing against JV teams. But like really, like he took time, the heart of the Raptors. That's like, not, but again, at the same time, that's a not his fault, and B, it's like you can't, you cannot fault the man. Like he's still at the end of the day, it is still, still impressive. He does it on his own. Even everybody else that you name, they still have some some nice backup that was still there to help them when when the chips were down. When it's like. You look at what he's doing with a lot of these teams that are very all of their 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 good help is over the hill. They're already on their downslope. True, because they play with his blood. All right, all right. I I don't want y'all going down this rabbit hole. This rabbit hole never ends. It's but this is sports. Mike, I got I got one more question for you though. Yeah. Right. So you talk about you know him falling down because he got scratched and all that stuff. Would you want to play LeBron in a street ball game? Yes. You would? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. One on one. I ain't scared of that dude. Let's ball I'm out. Glad that you get think these that buckets. He, Come I'm get glad, these buckets, I'm LeBron. Glad that if you, you hear think me. that in a regular game where it's not that he's just using the intelligence of knowing that I need to exaggerate these calls so I can actually get them. Right. That, Come he's get gonna play that same way, like like LeBron's out there in the gym. With his homeboys doing them same flops and everything. Right. Come on, come on, get these buckets, man. 
I ain't scared of you. You can get hey, handles. You can get you hey, can get these you, you buckets. Know, <laughs> you know, I seen you know I seen you jump from like four feet up and like tumble, right? Hey, I ain't got no problem with that. Hey, it's old school. He'll get he can do all he want. Come get these buckets, man. You get you get done over here. <laughs> Come back with a nub, dude. <laughs> He's scared of that dude. Wow. And that's part of that's part of what I it's like is that mentality. People say, like, I don't like if you think about think about the it, isn't all sports a middle game no matter what. But it's like everybody is, gets everybody gets psyched out. Like the Raptors were like, Oh man, we got the unlucky draw. We playing the Cavs. Like they ain't even want to play. They ain't even show up. Like it's like it people that the Warriors but is it are mental? Not but is mental, that is that is that, on the, players, is that on the coach? I think that's on the players. The coach ain't coaching. Like, they just got psyched out. It was kind of the same thing you just but said. But that's the coach's job. The coach can't play. The coach's job is to motivate the players, which is ironic because I just heard Master P say that. And um, <laughs> random, like, TMZ came up on him like, hey, you heard the Raptors coach got um, fired. And, you know, you since you used to play for the Raptors, you think you would make a good coach for them? And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, coach supposed to motivate the players. If it was me, I would have went ahead and motivated D-Rose. I wouldn't have sat him down that long. And, yeah, I make a great coach. I definitely would because I motivate him. Yeah, tell somebody to punch that dude in the throat like they did in the park. Like, it's, <laughs> you can't be scared of people when you go out there. Like, this is the fact you say, do you want to play? No, I want to play. I'm the broad big, man. I want to play that dude. You'd already lost. Yep. It's already done. You're already done. Like you can't be if you think about it, like his biggest thing, it was a guy named Gerald Wallace. Every time Gerald Wallace would guard LeBron, LeBron would just back off. Like he never wanted to because Gerald Wallace looked like a straight street thug. Dude had cornrows. It was all he had tats everywhere. Like it's a it's a different mentality when you're not scared of nobody. It's I like mean, you can beat me. But again, that's sports. But he's not he's not doing that though. Yeah. He's Who? not. He's LeBron is not the one doing. Yeah, all your hatred is, the one is based it. on outside forces that he has no control over. You really just have an issue. <laughs> yeah, I got an issue with him. I got an issue with him. I love my city. I got the issue with people from Cleveland talking about we. It's it's, it's deep seated. Next it's, segment, Carol. Next yeah, segment. It's deep seated. Yeah, next segment. Let's yeah. let's let's Bell let's out. roll. Bell let's, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I went to UN, people used to ask me if Cleveland talked that fast. It was fun. Uh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, this all go back to Ron Harper, but it's deep rooted. It's deep rooted. Last sports question Is Johnny Manziel going to make See, it? See, there you go again with the Browns, man. This is all Cleveland Day. I really hope not. This Cleveland yeah. Day. They were gonna they were gonna again hire um Cap at um I wanna say Seattle was gonna get him, but yeah. they said they, that he had to um stand in the contract. They were like he had to stand in the for the pledge. No, they, they actually were supposed to have a meeting with him, and this is this is almost a month ago, maybe yeah, a, it was a while ago. They were supposed to have a meeting with him and then canceled it. I mean, I will be um, again, and I I didn't even really watch NFL this year, um, but I definitely will um, be taking an even stronger stance if Mr. Manziel uh, makes his way back after the craziness that he's. Yeah, I think it'll be a long time before he gets back if he does, though. Cool, Johnny. Spend any time there? I I just wanted to see if anybody had an opinion. I really wanted to just you know. Uh, poking Mike D. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate it. Hey, I'm gonna leave my Browns alone this year, though. But 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 the Browns games. have picked up 
four or five UN players in the last two years. Five. Uh, we have five now, right? Five. Now. I think it's five. I think it's five. Yeah. 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 So, I, no matter what, I got to root for the Brown when they're playing. Hey, root for the Brown, baby. Everybody go. Go Browns. Three wins. That's it. Three. <laughs> Playoffs. Playoffs. Hey, three that's, that's coming from a guy who grew up in Cincinnati, so you know that's deep. That's really that's deep. A, that's, that's real. A, that's a milestone that's right there. They ain't won three games in four years. That's like Cincinnati for Total. 20 years. But they <laughs> <laughs> right, let's leave the Browns alone. Who that? Right. <laughs> we we might that? need them in a future date. Let's leave them alone. They good people. They, under, they understand where they at. They know their place. <laughs> I love them to death. Moving right along. <laughs> yeah, moving right along. From one thing that I found to be insignificant to something else that, in my opinion, is insignificant, the royal wedding. Let's move on to another topic. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> the, the, the no, no but, um, but I really want to talk about it because a lot of people are, are, are saying that, oh, my gosh, this is, this is going to be, like, just – changing for black people you know we got a black woman be, that's now in the royal court you know blah 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 hey it's going to be as changing and life altering as um barack obama becoming president you know while it does give some some of those um females who always wanted to truly be a princess a little bit more hope of you know, being able to feel that they truly can become, you know, and attain being a, a real princess or queen and, and you know, qualified by history, I guess, is the best way to put it. At the end of the day, I don't think it's about to, to change any relations or feelings. I don't know if anybody's uh, seen, there's a picture of the queen where she has one of the stankest looking faces looking Stop. over across the, yeah, just like that, perfect great descriptive word she is scowling at her new uh daughter-in-law mm, negress <laughs> my fortress mm. <laughs> that uh you know love, she's like love uh, not gonna be pure no more she was like uh johnny johnny tapia's uh <laughs> mom. johnny johnny is it is that a Negro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole part, like if you listen to the whole thing, they kept saying it was the African American influence. I'm like, what the heck? It's like just the, the British influence and African American influence on the wedding. I mean, she changed gowns three times. Like, look at the African American influence on her dress. What the Man, heck does well, that mean? I will. I will. A. The 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 sons from from. Diana, their mom, they were built different. And like they weren't and they built know that. as British, you know, um, you know, like they were regular kids. And if you watch a lot of their footage, I don't know if you guys have seen, there's one, I don't know what type of ball or whatever type of professional thing that they had going on at one of these palaces, but these dudes turned it into like a you got everybody in their full regalia and stuff, and these cats like are doing this party thing and then like dancing and like have like the queen and everybody like doing dances and stuff like that. Like it's hilarious. They did not have the down queen. to earth and very like cool. There's um a video of Harry down in Jamaica winding with all types of like they were you know in the yard <laughs> yard like 
winding with all types of chicks and everything. So one thing I have noticed is it's it's them, it's it's those two children who are right. you know, grown men now who the change that their mom put in them in the um the love of people. Sure they had that, yeah, they had that human touch and, and, and wanted to feel the people and be of the people. That's really what made the change. And they're the ones who, who sparked it, or well, she's the one who sparked it in them that brought us to where we are. But again, at the end of the day, I do not see that it's about to like all of a sudden, again, it's, it's, it's going to be as impactful and, and life altering for black people as it was for Barack to be president. And it's, it's just so crazy to me. It's like, I mean, social media just went crazy. Like people were just tuned into it. And I'm just like, yo, this isn't something new. We, we were kings and queens. There we are still- chicks. There are chicks who can't wake up at seven o'clock to get to work. Who woke up at <laughs> five a.m. to watch that wedding? Crazy. Yeah, and like, I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy. I'm just like, okay, so how long? How long have you had that conversation to out of my house because there's two of them in here? So. Uh, it's like, how, how long have these people been, like, just taking advantage of us and, and whatever, and now, finally, after all this time, one of them put a ring on it. So, whoop! And oh, my thing is, on a daily basis, like, there are black kings putting rings on black queens' they fingers. All types thing. of, yep, that yeah. there was, like, all of these different, um, at the same time, uh, within this past week, there were like two um, African princes who got married and, and all mm-hmm. this other stuff that it's exactly, it goes on all the time, but all of a sudden now, let's make big issue of this, you know, I, I guess it's because it's it's breaking the quote unquote color barrier, but still, again, I, not, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's historic. I get it. I understand. Um, but Let's let let's celebrate our daily victories, like the way that we celebrated that. You know, let yeah. that flood my timeline. That would be um, awesome. Yeah, that would be a whole different world. It oh, would be, and I guess what what does it take to get there? More than just a self love, right? Like you got to yeah, have yeah, a yeah. a desire to improve your own your own self to increase your knowledge to understand there's like a small piece of time one that we're in but there is so much that goes on just throughout the world that is not in mainstream media that you should be demanding for those other things to be as advertised as marketed as this was so the countries of Africa the countries of people of color where there are kings and queens that are currently in power and have been in power they have riches and abundance and intelligence and education celebrate that like tell these folks to kick rocks but it's all about it's it's, it's funny because this time of year i love because when social my social media timeline is filled with everybody graduating and getting their bachelor's getting their master's getting their phds and they it's just it's just beautiful, man. And again, I'm not by no means saying that's the only way to measure it, but that's the celebration right there. You, you're, you're taking a step beyond something. And, and for a lot of people, it's 
is ending a generational cycle that has been going on. They're trying to do something different. They're trying to do something better. They're trying to do something for them. And wherever they may end up at, for this minute, for this week, for the last like three weeks, three or four weeks, all the graduation has been going on. The high school still have to happen. It's just beautiful to celebrate that. Now, when we get to things like the wedding and all that stuff, it's great. The weddings happen every day. How many people and you and you're happy for them? Again, I'm happy for them. If you're if you found somebody you love, you got married, whatever, you're good. God bless you. Have a great life. But how many people we can't even support our own people right here that are struggling through their marriages right now? Yo. I mean, where's the support system there? So you everybody calling them our cousins and this. I don't know how many times I saw the word. That's my cousin up there. He's a new cousin. Like, look. Your cousin about to get a divorce down the street. What kind of support do you give her? Hmm. I just, I, I know, I know personal people who I saw that, and I, that's in my head. But hey, I ain't want to gossip, so you ain't heard. <laughs> I ain't telling that. We use aliases if we want to talk about people, but it, it was reality. Like they're, they're sitting there celebrating this about like, but your your own family is like suffering right now, going through stuff like potentially not going to be together again. So what's about helping them and celebrating that personal connection to your family? There's no personal connection in here. This is just like wishing the fairy tale stuff. Like what's reality? Right. Like, like I've never gotten close to any of the British royalty. I don't think that that's going to make it like, I'm not going to go to the little jerk chicken spot and see my man sitting there with, with his new wife. It's, and, it's and, not gonna happen. Yeah, even but what's the problem did, though? It, it, it's not going to be like he's gonna look at me and be like, "Oh my god, exactly. you were one of the nine billion people who were watching me on TV, right?" Oh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> just, just just like they roll past all them people, they're gonna ride past them again on the other day, and there won't she be no waiting going on. She's gonna wrap her. She's gonna wrap her hair at night. Put the little little thing. The of little course, satin bonnet. Oh, she's gonna have to, man. Her grade here, absolutely. My cousin said that she's gonna be bringing products into the the palace. She brought oh, products into the palace. The African pride, exactly. That mixed chicks. The soul glow. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting, though. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I mean, so you know, every little thing that happens now is gonna be like a long blast. Once yep. she gets pregnant, it's gonna be like oh. I heard she's already pregnant. Oh, really? I saw that. I saw that walking through uh, the grocery store aisle. Hey, hey, same place I saw it. <laughs> hmm. Who knows if it's true? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who cares? It's my, really? it's my cousin Cornrow. Mm. Wow. Well, you what know. Well, I hate that I know this fact, but her dad couldn't even go. Didn't go to the wedding. Yeah. And there was like all types of stuff surrounding um because like he like staged some stuff for paparazzi or something and like some other stuff. Yeah, it was it was they say he had a heart a heart attack or something that we thought he'd have some type of surgery or something. But I think I think that after he kinda I think it was more of a that's a good way to kind of be able to 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 make it seem like, oh, that's why he can't travel. Yeah, where it was more like Nah, Pops was trying to figure out some ways to get some money and, and run some scams and, like, do some things. And I think it just wound up, you know what? I think it's better we just go ahead and let you stay at home. We'll tell them. That uh, 
heart issue. But the one thing that the one thing that's gonna be sad, and I don't wish it upon anybody, but it's just the way our world is. No matter how many people are celebrating that day, how much hatred is still out there because of this. Oh yeah. And it's still gonna surface between personal attacks via social media. Male, I mean, probably not male no more, but all, all the belligerent things are going to go on out there because of this whole situation. Hey. Now. So no matter how many people are celebrating, there's still an equal amount of people who can't stand that that's the situation right now, and they cancel each other out. I was going to say, as far as with the initial question, I don't see them stopping doing things for like throwing bananas at um, black soccer players at, at soccer games. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see that this is going to be the catalyst of that change. I don't. So that's like the, the more important factors, right? Is, is that really like, is that really going to impact that? I don't think so. I mean, it'd be amazing if somehow it did, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> that would be, it will be, what would be amazing is if they went to a game and it happened and they just like stopped everything. From the and then, and then she, brother, anyone who throws a banana, you will be beheaded right in the middle of the field. Y'all ain't got no sense whatsoever, man. That's, 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 that's Wakanda right there. Oh, That'd be hilarious. All right. Well, hey, so Memorial Day is coming, and uh, Barry B. Fresh already is working on his new mix. That was sweet. So please be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely drop a link to that when it comes out. But be fresh. Uh, the mic is yours, man. Talk about Bitcoin or Barry Be Fresh, whatever you'd like to. You know what? We about to switch it up. We're going to start a new segment, Fresh and Biz. Um, I'm going to help some of you entrepreneurs make some choices on what things or strategies you need in order to help your business or your, you know, your entrepreneurial endeavor actually succeed. One of the first things that you guys can start with is a Facebook page. Some of y'all cannot afford, you know, a good website yet. And yes, you should spend money. You should invest in your future if you are going to take an entrepreneurial endeavor. So you should stop um, having the mindset of wanting to get things cheap free or you know for the hookup and want to make sure that you are building a strong foundation of of what you are going to have moving forward and you want to make sure that you value your structure of your building as much as you want people to value uh the 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 product or service that you are creating so a good place to start is a nice simple facebook business page it allows you to display the information about the product or service that you are presenting or looking to execute and you can go ahead and take sure uh, the, the biggest thing that you need for your Facebook page is content. How do you get content? It can be as simple as using your phone or um, mobile device in order to go ahead, take you some pictures, you know, use some testimonials, maybe some people that you've already helped. If you haven't already helped people, then, you know, being able to take some pictures, write down some information of the things that you want to do. All of those are helpful and beneficial in a way for you to start your entrepreneurial endeavor start making some money start thinking forward it starts with one step that one step today is a facebook page make yourself a facebook business page fresh and biz boom just like that mm. fresh and biz i like it there I it like is it. 
Brett, Brett's not here. We rolled out a new segment, and guess what? Ah, it's here to stay. Ah. He, said, he said, "Cheat free or for the hookup." Cheat free or for the hookup. Yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's what everybody wants. Black business. Oof. But, Oof. Message. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Fellas, just on it tonight. Boom, boom, boom. Drop several mics. <laughs> Mike D or or PJ man, either one of you got anything before I close this thing out? I just said enough. <laughs> man, I just firstly I just know um it's coming to end of the school year for everybody. I know some kids get out this week and the next couple of weeks everybody's getting out. Again, man, just watch watch all kids, man. You just gotta keep there's too much stuff going on nowadays. Um, we had another school shooting last week, um, in Houston. Um I just just pray over your kids. If, if if that's not what you do, just watch over them, look out for other kids, and man, just teachers, educators out there. We we understand the struggles you gotta go through. Um, we appreciate you. We we love everything you do for these kids. It's just we gotta do something as a country, man. It's 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 getting ridiculous. That when the kids are kids hear about this and see this, and it's like, well, am I even safe in school? That shouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know the way the world is now. We just gotta protect them. We gotta protect this generation because too many things they're exposed to. Too many things are too many things that happen right now. Um, so I just said, like over the summer, look out for kids. Watch out what's going on. Keep an eye out for everybody. Even if you don't have kids, just make it a priority just to keep an eye out and make sure everybody's safe. And don't be scared to talk up, man. If kids are doing wrong, either check them or go get their parents to check them. Uh, I know we got some issues with people wanting you to check their own kids, so. That's a whole other thing about community, but we'll get back to that another day, too. We got too many segments to get back to at some point in time. Take notes. Is the community really a community? Yup. And you can subscribe to the 13th floor, as you heard. Uh, BJ said we have many, many segments we have to get back to. We would love for you to be there when we do so. Uh, You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, anywhere that there's a way Spotify, to Spotify or a Google Play. We are there with open arms. We are there waiting for you. And I will close this thing out by saying this. Everybody wants to be great, but nobody wants to do the small increments of what makes great. Being great starts with that next second that you decided you want to be great. Make that next second great and then start collecting more seconds. Eventually you'll have minutes, you'll have hours, you'll have weeks, you'll have months, years, and then next thing you know, you have a lifetime of great. Stop waiting for that one great funnel. Um, just, just, just that whole flood of great to happen at one time. That's not how it works. Live for the next moment, make that moment great, and you'll end up with a great life. There it is. Booyaka shot. That's our show. Thank you for being here on the 13th floor. But the furniture is always the best, and the views are amazing. You can get up any way you want, but there's only one way down. You gotta jump, baby. Yo, yo, yo! Happy birthday, Biggie! The 13th floor. Oh, yeah.